Ramble. Live from Orlando Studios in Florida, it's the Tripod with your favorite friends. You've got me, Zach. Joining below, you've got Wibbly Wobbly Keith. Everyone's favorite DJ, Ned Fomer. And our live studio audience, Miles Bonsignore. Whoa, look at that measure. He's got What's the tape. happening, friends? What's happening, fam? Today, we're going to be sharing some rejected projects from our pasts. I've got a wild story from this weekend. But first, fellas, hello. Another week, another day. How y'all doing? It's Thursday, baby. I'm feeling fine, feeling fresh. Miles just opened up a measuring tape, and I got intense flashbacks because i've been doing nothing but house projects i literally have paint Ooh. all on my oh. fingernails oh I've been thank painting. god that's this paint took, i like, thought that your nail chipped off i was like that's horrible no 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 no, <laughs> yeah. no, 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 oh, no. this is me like after 10 minutes of scrubbing it's still just paint everywhere and i got more painting to do it's fun it's fun we moved in to the new house which uh wes or ariel has been calling la casita you mean like you didn't move your house you just mean the little unit it now has furniture in it right. yes yeah, yeah, yeah. it's gotcha. it's now slightly less of a construction zone yeah wes mm. woke me up this morning he screamed dada wake up oh no exercise oh, wow. <laughs> Ripped me out of bed and pulled me and then grabbed like our little exercise yoga mat. And he said, exercise, exercise, exercise. And so uh, my child like is now a personal trainer, I think, uh, because he got me out of bed, getting the blood flowing, body moving. And uh, we exercised together. I did some push-ups. He was on my back. What what does exercise mean to a two-year-old? Like, what is he getting out of it? Is he just, yeah. like, he just jumping like around? He just, copies me and, like, jumps around. Yeah, he'll do... He likes doing the, like, mountain climbers. That's where you have your... You're kind of in a push-up position, and you start... You, like, bring your knees up towards your chest. That's really fun for two-year-olds to do. Uh, the lunges... Which is nothing like, a, like climbing a mountain. No, it's definitely not. <laughs> no. You know, most mountains are vertical, not horizontal. But mm-hmm. uh, what do I know? And if you climbed that fast, you would slip on a rock. Very dangerous. You certainly would. And you don't have any carabiners. And what else? You know, reverse lunges are pretty challenging for a two-year-old to figure out. Oh, like, yeah. Which way, how does my leg go backwards to do what daddy's doing? And then he figures it out, and he's very proud of himself. Your son is already more athletic than Keith and I combined. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm wondering... Keith, when you were two years old, what were you waking up your parents to do? Because I certainly was not asking them to exercise. Like most people don't have any memories from that time. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, I have to assume I was saying the word ball a lot because that was my first word. I was very interested in balls. Loved to roll them, toss them, kick them, catch them. And now I know how to juggle. Um I also, you know, I was watching something. Oh, you know what? I've been <laughs> this weekend. Becky and I have been watching select episodes of Real Housewives of New York City. What oh, wow. a train wreck! And there was one episode last night where one of the girls had a light up balloon and she like had it the whole night, which was very funny because it was like constant arguing, but then she would like walk with this fluorescent balloon. And it reminded me like when I was a kid, nothing made me happier 
than a balloon. Like I would get hours, days of play with a balloon. There's the you play. No, don't let it touch the ground. Don't let it touch the ground. And equally, oh. in a helium balloon, don't let it touch the ceiling. Oh, where you hold the string stuff. and you had like put it on the other side of the room and you try to like catch the string and not let it touch the ceiling. I still remember the first time I saw a helium balloon escape up up into the sky. Oh, it's a very, very traumatizing, very sad moment. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. It just keeps on going and it just keeps on going some more and you can't catch it. And it's just, it's gone. You it's kind of like it's just going to keep going forever. And then your the, first, when you're older, somebody tells you, you're like, yeah, the pressure changes and it deflates. But it's kind of like your first like lost loved one as a child. Right. Right. Mm. It's your first time realizing like that's not coming back. It's gone. Life forever. is fleeting, ephemeral. Yeah. We are all but balloons soon to drift off into the into the horizon. Did you ever try to play like equilibrium where you put just the right amount of weight on the string so that it suspends? Oh yeah. Like it, the temperature of the room I didn't will make call it, it equilibrium. Slight. I don't think I, I knew that. I'm word. sure I didn't call it equilibrium. <laughs> I probably called it balance balloon. Uh, that was a fun thing to do if you were a nerd is try to put on just a few more ounces of weight so it hovers yeah, in the no. center of the room like a ghost. I don't think I will ever have as much fun as trying to keep a balloon from hitting the ground. Like oh. I just, I mean, I would dive across the room like, you know, yeah. carpet burns on my, <laughs> on my elbows, go all out to save the planet. I mean, that counts as exercise. Yeah, when I was Wes's age, or I guess, no, that's too early. I would just wake up early and sneak downstairs and turn the TV on. That was my childhood. I had no oh, interest yeah. in exercise ever. I only wanted to become a couch. I wanted yeah, my yeah. body to fuse with the fabric around me. Remember when you're a child and you're watching TV, but you all like I didn't have the like couch body. I was still like jumping up and down. <laughs> like you just have so much energy as a child. It's unbelievable how much mm -hmm. energy you have. And I would like you'd like lay on your stomach and then you'd roll on your side and then you'd <laughs> sit and then you'd like stand up and watch. And I was just like constantly moving all the time. Uh, I think I was just so hyperactive as a child. Wes calls it cookie movie. Cookie, cookie movie. <laughs> he, wants, he wants to sit on the couch, eat a cookie, which is like, you know, a snack bar, and <laughs> drink some milk, and then watch a movie, which is, you know, a 10-minute episode of Daniel Tiger. Yo, honestly, relatable. Cookie <laughs> yeah, movie is like... Is Daniel Tiger good? Should I check it out? Or? Yeah, it's, dude. It's kind of a banger. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's got some some hot jams. It really teaches kids about stuff. Uh -huh. Season one is a little bit of character groundwork, and you're going to be like, ah, some of these episodes are a little long. <laughs> you just got to get through it. Once you, you get to season it, two, right. and the ostrich twins Things come in, clicking. it's like, oh my god. And Whoa. then you're like, dude, Dude, Daniel Tiger, I love him, but I think he's actually a bad guy. And then you're like, mm -hmm. is Daniel Tiger going to die? You right. can't kill off Daniel Tiger, but <laughs> yeah, you just right. fear every episode. It's wow. really crazy. Zach's That's, talking out of his yeah. ass, but surprisingly <laughs> accurate. <laughs> <laughs> he's like actually kind of nailing it. Wow. Daniel and then Tiger's Daniel the Tiger, way. like his mom is pregnant with another baby and that's a whole ah, thing. Jesus. Yeah. Then it's like, wh what even is this show? You know? Mm. And it's like I thought it was about Daniel Tiger, and now it's like the Tiger family. What I, you know, it's like yeah, they keep yeah. changing it. I wasn't crazy about Ali Alligator's meth uh, subplot. Um, <laughs> I thought yeah. they could have gone without that. It just Dark. made me sad. I think it was they were trying to to show um, how 
meth is bad. Yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. They sing that song that's like... Don't do meth, don't, don't do meth, don't, little yeah. tiger baby. Don't do meth, no, no, you do not want to do meth. You'll blow up your apartment with meth. You know, we sometimes describe our Legends of the Internet show as a fucked up children's show for adults, but really, yeah. we, like, if we were, we could have gone way, leaned way more into that <laughs> motif, you know? You, like, want, we you wanted had a more meth? Song yeah. about, yeah, meth, but sung mm-hmm. to children. I would have mm. been into that. Yeah. Sounds good. Uh, you know, I, I have thought about this. This is not the same as singing about meth, but hmm. telling kids that math. things are bad makes them want it more and i feel like the only reason i curse so much as an adult is because i was told that it was so naughty and mm. i've if like the first time a kid curses everyone goes <gasps> like no you can't say that whereas if we were just like ah well fucking whatever dude i feel like it wouldn't be as big a deal right but i think it's because when you're a child and you say a bad word it like evokes a really big response and you're like See? i have power Yes. Like mm-hmm. just by saying, "Damn," <laughs> which is barely yeah. a curse word, but even at, at that time, it is. It's like, "Damn you, go, <laughs> damn you, go to hell, <laughs> go to damn, <laughs> go to I, damn." Like everyone has the experience of like being in the library, and it's like, "Yo, guys, stay behind." Jake's older brother taught him a new word. Oh, ball, ball sack, and everyone's like, <laughs> "I remember when someone's like." The, the bad word is sex. <laughs> I'm like, what is that word? Remember when I went to 4-H camp, it was fourth grade. And like at 4-H camp, every child just became a full on like cursing like a sailor. Like every <laughs> single kid was like, fuck you, you stupid shithead. It was like, <laughs> and these are all fourth graders. And they're like, whenever, as long as no counselor was around, it was just <laughs> awful. <laughs> I remember, like we were playing miniature golf and people were just swearing and that's a really funny combo of fourth graders playing miniature golf and just it, if you overheard that conversation every mother would be aghast yeah <laughs> it is weird that some words are just like we've deemed them to be bad like there's nothing bad about them they're just words I, I can only assume this is a, a, a little boy phenomenon I don't know I'm curious though like little girls if if they curse at the same intensity and when that begins uh, I don't remember my sister doing it, but I was an ex- exclusively a cursor growing up. I think there's something to that. Like, if you tell kids you can't do it, then some of them want to do it. But uh, also, if you tell kids you, you can't do it, like, it's part of it is you're creating, like, boundaries. And, mm-hmm. like, that's that's helpful for them to know what the boundaries are. I don't think any of us are uh, regular uh, meth users or even occasional <laughs> meth users. So probably the message don't do meth uh, got through somehow. Yeah, that's true. So, you know. Do you, I mean, do you ever yeah. throw curveballs to Wes <laughs> where you're like, hey, Wes, don't go in the garden. <laughs> well, the tricky <laughs> thing is... Uh, don't you yeah, dare. Yeah, sometimes don't you're you telling him dare. no, but it's so funny what he's doing that you're kind of laughing and you really... I have to be like... Don't don't know, uh, but he can. He's like better at facial expressions now. He he can tell when I'm like don't actually mean it. Mm. <laughs> oh, wow. Sometimes I have to really work the acting skill <laughs> to be like don't no don't do. It. Even though I think it's so funny. Yeah. Stop spraying your butt with water, Wes. <laughs> stop. <laughs> you stop yeah. that. No, you don't do it. <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> 
So Zach has a very fun story of this weekend. I'm sure it wasn't fun to experience, but it sure was fun to be a part of it for me. But I also don't know how this story even began, but I become a minor character uh, in, in what I hope is only the third act. Um, I don't you're know if it went a, You're a full-on supporting character, wow. Keith. And I would say that you're the, you're the first act break, you're, or maybe the second. Wow. You're, you're firm second act material. Mm. Uh, mm. Friends, listeners, I want to bring you on an odyssey. Uh, for I, this weekend, uh, had a little bit of a... I'm curious, hmm. Is it better to introduce a story by telling you what it's about or just drop you in the action and you find just out drop what us it in. Drop us drop in. Us in. Okay. I want to get yeah. dropped in. So Friday, Friday evening, Maggie is exhausted from a long week of work. Uh, so she goes to bed very early. I'm talking like 9.30, which for Ned is like, yeah, that sounds like normal bedtime. Like a little <laughs> bit early, but not that, <laughs> it seems reasonable. You know, if you're tired. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so being the caring boyfriend I am, I close her door and I'm blasting the TV. You know, I, so we have that separation. Uh-huh. Yeah. Around midnight, I'm dozing off. Panels. Uh, I'm, I'm getting really, really sleepy. I'm like, all right, time to go to bed, Zach. What are you doing? I bring Bowie downstairs. I, I live in an apartment complex, so I bring him downstairs outside for his nightly pee. This is midnight. At, yeah, midnight. This is like, this is like huh. middle of the night. Like, it's, yeah. it's, it's weekend, you know? Like, yeah. Even though it's still, pan, every day is the same pandemic, I'm like, no, it's Friday. I'm staying up till midnight watching TV. That's my jam. Yeah, fine. Mm-hmm. And as a result, I am uh, nodding off, barely able to keep my eyes open. <laughs> I get back upstairs, and my door is locked. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> <You hate laughs> now, now, 99 times out of 100, I'm really good at checking, making sure it's not locked. But it's okay, because we have fail-safes. We have a key on Bowie's leash, but the key ring got loose a couple days ago. So we took the keys off, and we oh, were going to no. fix it. Then, but don't worry. We have fail-safe number two. We have a lockbox. Uh, and I'm not going to tell you where the lockbox is. But I go to check the lockbox, and uh, Maggie's sister had come over uh, to let oh. Bowie out to pee, and did not put the lock, the key back in the lockbox. Oh, so that's no. zero for two. Both of my fail safes are done. <laughs> oh, no. So I'm standing outside. Fail it's safes midnight. Have become just fails. Yeah. Just yeah. fails. <laughs> Nothing yeah. safe and about them. I call Maggie one time, two time, three time. I call her 10 times. Yeah. Now, her phone, she, she she started putting her phone across the room because mm. she doesn't want to sleep with it next to her. That's but smart. as a result, it's too far away. She can't hear it. Ugh. So mm. I think about knocking on the door and like banging on it. But I know the the geography of my apartment. I mean, she's There's getting like what several, she wanted, which was a good night's a good sleep night's, with yeah. free of distractions. She can't hear my knocks. There are other neighbors who I don't want to disturb, and including a very sweet but very senile old woman. I do not want to freak her out. So it's now 1210. I'm standing outside with my dog and I am locked out for the entire night. Oh, what no. am I gonna do? <laughs> oh God. Oh no. Uh, and I want to add some wrinkles here. It's a pandemic. Uh, so one, normally on a weekend night, people would be up. I could text anybody. Can't do that. Two, there's no one that I can even go to. Like I, my normal roster of friends is pretty reduced right now of, mm-hmm. of people that I'm actually able to see. So the first thing I can't think right. Right. I'm, I'm falling asleep. Do you even have a mask? Uh, like I do have a mask. To... Yes. Okay. I, I brought I, I always wear my mask out when I take Bowie to pee, even though it's just the staircase. Mm-hmm. So the so immediately my mind goes all right well I'm sleeping in my car tonight I Whoa. I have one of those uh one I got a new car luckily and car cars now a lot of them come with an app where you can unlock your car 
from your phone. So I'm like, okay, I have that. At least that's a backup. My phone's on 12%, but I got that. Uh, But the first thing I have to figure out is that I really had to pee. (laughs) (laughs) So So I go down to the street and I'm just looking for like a dark corner and I'm not kidding, three times in a row, I have my pants down ready to pee on a tree <laughs> and then I hear like someone jogging by <laughs> and I have to frantically- just On the middle of your street? What, what, what would you yeah. do in that situation? I would you have find to an alley or yeah. something that's a little more outside of the way. And for context, you but, live in a, like a neighborhood. There's not like, it's not like there's really a lot of nooks and crannies. Yeah. You know? yeah. It's, it's a, like it's a, a densely packed area. neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> there's gotta be an alleyway somewhere though, near the, near, like near the local commercial strip. You know, right. Ned, there definitely was an alleyway and I wish I had thought of that. For some reason in my mind, I was like, well, I have to pee in grass so that it absorbs, <laughs> which actually- That's a good thought. In, in hindsight, yeah. yeah, pee does kill grass. So maybe I was being reckless there. Should have peed yeah. in an alleyway. <laughs> I think it's hilarious, this image of you still holding on to your dog, trying yeah. to pee like where he pees uh, <laughs> next to a random tree in front of your yard. He was stoked. When I peed, he was like, oh my, dude, we're doing this? I've been waiting. Are we pee buddies? Should I run into the pee stream? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is this fun? So cop car pulls up. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. The, the added stress of having Bowie during all this was like, okay, I have not just me, but this excitable dog who's like, where are we going? This is an adventure. So I try and get into my car. I lean the seat back all the way. I put my face mask on my eyes uh, to try and block the fluorescent lights. But you guys know I have a terrible bad back. It's not working. So after about 10 minutes, I give up. I start, I, I open my phone and I'm like, who can I turn to? So Ned, I know, go, has been asleep for three hours at this point. <laughs> I actually did stay up till midnight playing Magic the Gathering on Friday. Whoa! Uh, it was a bit, it was, you know, wow. crazy. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't get much sleep, but I knew I had one more day of my in-laws being in town so I could sleep in a little bit. So I could have texted Ned, I didn't yeah, think I probably would have just been like, what would have done? Can't help you, bro. I don't know. I can't help you, man. What could I have done? I guess I could have said you can sleep at my place and that is yeah. exactly yeah you can yeah if you drive over to my place I'll stay up an extra you know twenty minutes and uh, then you can sleep on my couch that would have been fun mm-hmm. we would have had a time I know and Wes would have woken me up at five in the morning and said do some push ups do some push ups. <laughs> I thought about texting Miles, but I was like, I can't, I can't do that. I don't know. It just felt, so I, I texted. That would have been Keith. a bro move. I would have been like, oh, dude, I'll stay up. We can freaking drink cappuccinos and hang out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> For some reason in my mind, Miles, I knew that you go to bed early and Sarah stays up late. Yeah, that's correct. Yes. Yeah, I would so have been I, dead asleep and yeah. Sarah would have been fully awake watching Prison Break. So I, I texted Keith. 
and, and I guess at this point in my mind still, I was like, Maggie's going to wake up at four in the morning to pee. If I can just wait it out, then she'll notice that away. I'm gone. Or is this like 1 a.m. now? Like how long has no, this been going on? Probably 1230. 12.20 at this point, 12.30. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I very sheepishly text Keith. And Keith, I would, what, what was your experience at that your point? Your text was like, hey, are you still awake? Which, <laughs> I don't know, it's kind of like, you want to fuck? Um, I'm, I, I'm, I'm <laughs> with flirty, Becky. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's like, you up? A, I'm like, you up? And I think I wrote, <laughs> I think I responded because I was very sleepy. I was like, I'm about to not be. Because <laughs> I literally, I saw his text when I went to plug in my phone to go to bed. Mm -hmm. So like I I am pants off, uh, shirt off, plugging in. Alfred and Becky and I are about yeah. to get into the bed, uh -huh. and then I get this text. So I respond like, I guess I'll respond. Sure. Like, like, seems no. like, like yeah. I assumed no, you were sure. gonna be like, I thought of this crazy idea for a video, <laughs> and I just gotta tell somebody. So I wrote sort of a yes, I'm awake, but I'm not interested in talking response. <laughs> <laughs> I was very yeah. embarrassed for whatever reason. I didn't like, I should have just <laughs> called people and been like, hey, oh, you feel like I, a failure when you get locked out. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, like, yeah, very embarrassing. Yeah. And you pe just peed on this poor tree. Maggie was quick to point out the next morning, by the way, that uh, there's definitely a security camera uh, right where I am. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. But I don't know. I just was so, like, I felt so ashamed. That I that I didn't and like that this was my problem. I'm not gonna make someone stay up late because I fucked up and I did this stupid thing. So even as I'm texting Keith, I'm like, "Hey man, I need help." Actually, don't even worry about it. But uh, really though, I could use a hand. It's not your problem. Like it's you my really problem. Did need help? I'm I'm sad that I didn't get to help you. <laughs> Although to be fair, at 12:20, I I would have been asleep. Yeah, 11:45, <laughs> you would have caught me. But 12:20. But he's like, so Zach tells me what's going on. And so, of course, Becky and I do exactly what Zach has been doing and just start calling Maggie. Also, yeah. <laughs> we're trying to see if we can't hack into like their like apps, like their Amazons. Like, can we turn their Amazon on? Can we turn Ooh. like things oh. on? Because oh, Becky yeah. and Zach, Maggie, they're BFFs, right? blasted music. Uh -huh. So, yeah, Becky, what? She first tried to drop in on Alexa. Oh, shit. Yeah, but... but Alexa. Uh, Go away. Use Alexa, no. turned <laughs> <laughs> oh, <turn laughs> Hilarious. Hopefully nobody's playing this on speakers in their house. <laughs> right. She's trying to drop in because they used to be able to drop in, but they've deactivated that for each other since, uh, which is unfortunate. Boo. And then she was trying to hack into her Spotify to play music. She was just trying to like, maybe I have access. I don't know. Me and Maggie are friends. Wait, Zach, you don't share a Spotify with Maggie? We have a family nope. account, so I have my own, and her Spotify is what is it connected to the. Uh, so we're yeah. also trying to Facebook message. We're trying to so Facebook call, trying to FaceTime call, trying to do different sounds, right? Because they they have different sounds. The rings are different <laughs> because. You might sleep through sure. something you're used to, yeah. but you might wake right. up for a different sound. For context, too, my brain at this point is broken. I can't think through any options. I'm just like, I'm just going to die out here. And Becky, she's on. And she's like, I got solutions. We're going to do Amazon. We're going to do iTunes. We're going to hit them when they're sleeping. We're going to get them through the air. We're going to get them through the sea. We were like looking to see, is there like... Becky uh, is Winston Churchill. And we yeah. thought like there should be a function where on your phone you get to choose one person that you can basically uh, like send one of those like red alert type sound effects to. Like when there's like a red alert in the town and like yeah. there's something wrong, you get these crazy horrific sound. Everybody's phones buzz. And like I should be able to do that for Becky's phone. Yeah. 
right? I should get one contact that I that they have to agree that I can set a crazy alarm on their phone. It's just the deafening noise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Banshee. <laughs> hey, As- Google, play Banshee Scream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because that would wake somebody up, you know? Oh, yeah, it definitely would. Basically, we go back and forth, Zach being like, oh, can I come there? And I'm like, you can come there, but Bowie can't come in because we can't have pets in our apartment and also alfred would be terrified of, of bowie out. but yeah. it's like i guess if you could come here i can let you into my spot if you can like leave the car on for bowie for a couple hours and let's see well maybe we can do that wow. so i i made zach a cute little bed i put my a sheet hero. on the couch <laughs> I put out a pillow got a blanket Aww. out we cleaned up the area um, got him a phone charger, got him just set up a nice little Airbnb situation for our boy. And he show he comes. I, I let <gasps> him there. in. Whoa. He, I'm he there. comes over. And Keith, uh, you know, puts my car in his parking lot so that Bowie's not on the street, so that he'll be tucked away, mm-hmm. so that he'll be, you know, not freaked out. And this is probably now we're nearing one in the morning. Wow. Uh, I, I rest. Keith offers me uh, a weed gummy because he knows that I sleep with CBD uh, and I have a terrible back. So I, I eat my gummy. I'm, I close my eyes. I'm about to fall asleep. And then I hear the, fl- the floorboards creaking and Keith comes up to me and he goes, hey, man, uh, I don't want to complicate things further, but I think that Bowie's barking a lot. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and, oh, 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 no. So I'm like about to fall asleep at this point. The gummy is minutes from kicking in and we go to the window and I just hear he is frantic. He clearly like what I didn't realize is that Keith's garage is connected to another garage. Uh And so anytime Uh that gate opens or if he sees somebody, it's a really startling sound for him. It's pretty stressful. Just he's not in his normal bed. Yeah, Yeah, right. You know, he's not in his normal environment. It's one in the morning. That's that's also true. (laughs) He runs anxious. (laughs) Like his father. Runs a little hot. (laughs) So he is, I mean, like freaking out, barking. I go down, he sees me and he's, you know, hey, hey man, what's up? He calms down, but it becomes very clear that this is not, isn't an option because if anything happens in the middle of the night or at five in the morning when someone goes for their morning jog, you know, he's not going to. So I go back upstairs. You sneak him into Keith's place? Under, mm-hmm. Did not you like put a put a shawl and like a hat and some <laughs> like a little baby. oversized glasses and carry them in a like a baby stroller and say, "Oh, this! Oh my god! Oh my god! There's a putting up a terrifying. Oh my god! That's very scary. <laughs> that was the the glow very of the scary. light uh, when I went to go find him. I was like, "You good, dude?" And he's like, "No, I'm not good. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh." God. <laughs> yeah, we, we we thought about doing the um, two guys in a trench coat where if uh, Keith's landlord had stopped us, we'd been like, oh, no, this is my grandmother coming to visit. She's very mm-hmm. sick. Anyway, so I get back up. Keith has rolled up uh, all of the bedding and the pillows into like a little travel pack for me. And he's like, hey, man, good luck. <laughs> uh, no, but what he did is he then gave me keys to our office, <gasps> which luckily is not so far um... from Keith's. So I drive over to our office once well, again. Now you're basically right near my house. I, I should have <laughs> yeah, just broken. Right. <laughs> I get to the office. It's now 1.30 in the morning. Mm. I am fully stoned. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that's right. <laughs> I don't we have a couch in there anymore. We do have a couch. Thank yeah, fucking we God. Have we have a couch, but it is... There Uncomfortable. Are, there are creatures in the walls. Now... 
our office in the past few months, we already were infested with rats pre-pandemic. Yeah. Uh, they they took over the shed entirely. They had yep. started to encroach on the on the we, house. We retreated. Yeah, we fully retreated. <laughs> we gave up. <laughs> they, <laughs> won. Know, we, they won. They won. They won the battile of of the second try. Uh, there, it's theirs. We now, tried right? to make shore defenses on our main house. Uh, Didn't work. Didn't work. Didn't work. Built a built a moat. They Turns climbed out over. When it. you have a bunch of people working out of a house, uh, they leave snacks places. <laughs> yeah. So I I shit you not, I open the door into the darkness and I hear. Tick, tick, tick. Of course. Oh yeah, of course. God, that's <laughs> terrifying. Yeah. No. I mean, even when even when we lived here, there we would sometimes see a little little skitter scatter in the middle of the night. Oh, oh man, There's something. About I saw that. one. I saw yeah. this big old tubby boy once squeeze through a grate, and I'm like, how did he do that? Oh, <laughs> how did his body get through that? That was amazing. Are rats, are rats like cats where they can dislocate their yeah. their shoulders and yeah. just? Yeah. They can get through some really small openings. Your subway's for sure. got nothing on. The try guys old office, <laughs> <laughs> current current office. Yeah. Um, so Bowie and I, I also for whatever reason, uh, all the equipment. You know, we're still going into the office to, to pick up equipment, drop off equipment. So whatever reason, all of the equipment was on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. there's a whole empty mm -hmm. floor, but every C stand we own, every heavy light, everything we have is on that couch. So I'm like now stoned, tired, delirious. Oh, I'm just taken equipment off and throwing c-stands why were c-stands on the couch that doesn't even make sense they're not a good place to put them we're at c-stands on the couch <laughs> i would never put a c-stand on the couch <laughs> i don't know man miles we need to talk about this <laughs> uh and i am happy to report that I was finally able to get to sleep at wow. 2.15 in the morning. Wow. Uh, the couch was way more comfortable than I expected, uh, considering it is really on its last leg. That couch is about to die. Yeah. Uh, the only other events is that at about four in the morning, I woke up to what I swear was the sound of a rat munching on drywall. It was like, <laughs> oh my God. For about two minutes and I, I yelled, and it paused, ah! and then it continued again. <laughs> oh, it's really, like really I just, I wake gross. up and I go, no, <laughs> no, stop, stop oh. it, keep it down. Um, and then the final ribbon on it. I had texted her updates all night, but at six thirty in the morning, Maggie calls and goes, "Where are you? Are you okay?" And I'm like, oh, "I just God. fell asleep." <laughs> oh no. Too little, too late. Uh, Sleeping beauty. Becky did send like a text right at the very end of the night that was like, Maggie, when you wake up, you're going to have a million messages. Uh, Zach is at the office. Don't freak out. Wow. <laughs> but of course, that was one of a million messages. So Yeah, I don't think she read any of the text. She just saw that I was gone and, and called for her beloved. And, and then oh, Zach also, wow. to let me know that he had made it safely, sent this much more relaxed photo. <laughs> Still, it's frightening. But. Yeah, internally he's freaking out, but externally well, he's at least on a nice he, bed in the office. Wow, he was on guard all night. He was keeping me safe from those rats. <laughs> I mean, that's that was like know? Zach was like, oh, but there's rats there. I was like, yeah, but you got Bowie. He's like, that's true, actually. Bowie would probably wake yeah. up and deal with a rat because he'd be mm -hmm. thrilled to have a new friend. Rat would be like, oh, <laughs> run away. Yeah. 
That was my super litty weekend. That's an adventure for sure. That really is an adventure. I was really half hoping, half worried that there would be an extra, an extra kink, right? Because sometimes, so there's a, our office has a tricky lock. And if somebody puts the tricky lock on, you can't get in the office. There's a tricky lock and you can't climb the fence, break in the back. It's a whole thing. I've done it several times. I was like, God, I hope Zach doesn't get there and somebody set the tricky lock. But also I (laughs) do because I want to know what happens next in the story. Where would he go? (laughs) Yeah. Keith was telling me, he was like, you're going to get there and someone's going to be breaking into that office. It's going to be like the one (laughs) night. Just a man in a Santa suit. You're like, Eugene? He's like, yes, child. I just figured like, you know, if this was a movie, you would get there to stop a robbery. Like, right, all these events would have been because the universe was forcing you to go deal with a different problem. Uh, Mm -hmm. We were sort of surmising. I was like, I was, (laughs) because when Zach was leaving, I was like, well, Good luck, man. I I don't know what's next for you, but this is where my role in the story stops. <laughs> and it's called All Nighter. I did uh, feel like the the tavern scene in Lord of the Rings when they all have to stop in the rainy town for a moment, but then they don't even get to stay because the ring rates come, so they have to leave to a new location. Like I felt like that kind of mm-hmm. innkeeper mm-hmm. in a yeah. story. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. In the movie version of this, at the very end, when I'm about to be defeated, then there would be like a big light and I'd be like, oh my God, I'm blinded. And then Keith, w- it would be a silhouette and then Keith appears with a, f- a sword on fire and he goes, run for the hills! And he <laughs> saves me. Or, or like Maggie would be there, right? Like yeah. it would be Maggie who finds you or something. It was, it's, it's a weird uh, character quirk I have where whenever the worst things are happening to me, I go, this is kind of a fun story, though. <laughs> like, I was so <laughs> miserable. Yeah. I was so miserable, but, but I was like, if the office doesn't work or if Keith doesn't answer, the story's going to be more interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely have those times where even in the middle of a horrible experience, you're like, this is going to be a good story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> like you, yeah. You can at least think of that little silver line. He's like, well, I get to tell people about this at yeah. least, and that'll give me and maybe them some joy. So, you know, it's not all bad. I mean, the fact that you made it all to Keith's and you had a bed that was made up and you hit the weed gummy and are about to fall asleep and then a whole other thing happens. That's crazy. I mean, that's false victory. We definitely got to take care of those rats or maybe we just abandon (laughs) it. You know, maybe we just uh, burn it down. Sacrifice our security deposit. One of them insurance arsons, you know? Oh, not yeah, saying yeah, we're gonna yeah, do that. Yeah, no, 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 no. In case the in <laughs> case it burns down, it was not premeditated. I will say we were <laughs> supposed to move into our new office uh, in August. It's August. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <but> you know, <laughs> I think we're looking at November now. Yeah. Stay tuned. But Zach, uh, if you ever uh, do need a place to stay, you can always play, stay at my house. I appreciate that. Up. As long as it's before 9 p.m. <laughs> as long as it's before 9 p.m. <laughs> and also, Miles, thrilled to know that, you know what? I'm going to have to get Sarah's digits. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's going to be my, my night shift savior. She plays a game every night that's how loud can I watch the TV while Miles is asleep <laughs> so that he doesn't wake up and tell me to turn it off. You should buy her some of those like gamer headphones where it's like <laughs> yeah. takes, puts the TV in your headphones. <laughs> just yeah, watch Netflix sick. through the gamer head. When you watch those crime dramas or superhero shows, though, it'll be like very nice dialogue, and then at some point, it is just gunfire, <laughs> and yeah. sirens, and explosions, oh, yeah. and subwoofer, you're subwoofer, and, subwoofer, subwoofer. Well, 
especially I think that I'm going to call it out. Netflix, sometimes their sound mixing is all over the goddamn place. And it's Mm -hmm. like, bro, you got to just throw it through it. You you know, you just have to master it, baby. Just don't. What is going on? Get me started with like trying to have the baby not wake up. Can we talk? I mean, the sound mixing, you go from like, I feel like it was Game of Thrones was the worst where it's like the dialogue scenes are like, and so then you turn it up because you're like I can't hear what the hell they're saying and then the action scenes are like (laughs) you know what's the worst offender of that cable because they mix the commercials so much louder than the shows and it's like you know what's funny that's illegal so I know so there is there are I mean you just have to pay a fine right it's not illegal it's just against Mm a, a a code so you have to pay but there, there are felony, like is what you're saying. Yeah, it's not a felony it, to make people wake up the in the middle of the night. Here. But it is like a thing uh, that you're not supposed to do, and there's like guidelines for it. But I don't know if it actually does apply to like streaming, and that's why I think those Hulu ads sometimes are like Jesus God, it's so loud. Oh my goodness. Well, my story has taken up a, a huge chunk. Do we have time for our other seggy? Let's, we, we got a new segment here. Um, uh, last week, we kind of talked about, a little bit about this, but there's a lot of projects that, you know, the, these three guys, <laughs> my bros, have been uh, working as creative types for a long time. And uh, when you're a creative type, you got a lot of projects that stick and you got some that aren't so sticky. And so I thought it'd be fun if you pitched some of your ideas that weren't so sticky. Ideas that turned out might have been bad or just not that interesting. Uh, in a segment we're calling, that's not what it takes. That's not what it takes. That's not what it takes. That's yeah. not what it takes. <laughs> All right. I, I got one to pitch. Uh, yeah, I, nice. In my 20s, I was in a sketch group in Chicago called, we called ourselves Warm Milk. Uh, we did a whole bunch of shows. Great name, classic sketch group name. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the our white whale, the one idea that I always wanted to do, but we could never pull off, was uh, a whole show that was all one joke. And to understand the joke, you need to know the concept of a blackout. A blackout is a type of sketch where it only lasts like, 10, 15, 30 seconds, and it's just one joke, and then the lights black out. So uh, we wanted to do a show that was 69 different blackouts that all had the punchline 69. Oh. <laughs> so oh we wrote oh. a bunch of blackouts that all like really was had weird ways of ending in 69. Uh, <laughs> Let me give you one. Um, I'm pretty into this. I mean, you're saying this is a bad idea. It's a pretty great idea. It's a hard to get produced idea. Yeah. A, a band that I that I adore called The Magnetic Fields uh, did release an album called 69 Love Songs. And he just one day was like, I'm just going to write. And they're fantastic. But it's <laughs> 69 wow. fucking songs about love. It's great. All right. Here's one. Here's one. <clears throat> oh, this has been such a romantic evening. I know, and we haven't even eaten anything yet. The server comes to the table. All right, folks, our specialist and I are sirloin steak garnished with mashed potatoes, ribeye steak with arugula, filet mignon steak with a steak tip soup on a plate that is a drawing of a steak staked with a wooden steak. Looks like we're having steaks tonight. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> oh boy! <laughs> We're just getting started. The you know that that reminds me of like the this the feeling when you're at a comedy show and there's a blackout and like the tech didn't put the music right after the blackout. So it, black, <laughs> it blacks out and you can feel the audience kind of go oh, like, oh. and but, then the music but, just kicks in right. But miles, but miles, imagine a show where you do that sixty nine oh. times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, this club is going to be so great. I know. <coughs> Woo, bachelorette party. I'm sorry. We're at capacity. You guys can't come in. What the hell? That's bullshit. Can't you read the sign? <laughs> Six denied. <laughs> wow, that's... that's uh, I, I thought this was just like a hypothetical, but you you began. I'm reading the, the from work. a doc that was last edited October first, twenty eleven. <laughs> wow, those are good docs. That's a good doc. Wow. Well, how will I we wish... ever build this fire in time? Just keep collecting kindling. Ah, can't find any more. We need more sticks. I know we have so many sticks to find. <laughs> oh, that's not even. That's not even. It doesn't so... even sound like sixty-nine. <laughs> that's what very does it funny. take to get a table in this place? Ah, uh, I know. We've been waiting almost an hour, Mister Gerard. Table sixty. Table sixty, Mister Gerard. Table sixty. Oh, finally. Yep, table 60 is mine. It's so weird. Normally when we do these podcasts, we can't actually hear the audience. But this time I just heard the entire audience groan and slap their forehead. And you know, it's laughter. People are peeing their pants. (laughs) So bad. Riot. Standing uh, ovation. Standing ovation riot. I, I'm a big fan <laughs> of like everywhere. a commitment to to uncomedy. You know, mm-hmm. it's like the the you just keep the going and it, yeah, anti comedy. That's what it is. And I feel like you would have me, Ned. By by number twenty, I would be hysterical. Yeah, that sounds like a good show. That's good. I think it'd be great. Um, Can we start a GoFundMe for this? I want to go pen for Ned sixty nine. You know, I, mean, I think at, at some point there's going to be a time where we need to record a tripod, and only Ned's going to be available. And I think <laughs> you should. And that's when I'll do it without without interruption. Go through yeah. every single one in the show order you wrote them in, and like Miles, you can't interrupt him. Of course, absolutely. It's just Ned <laughs> reading this document. <laughs> Top I to bottom, that's the, it. We, Ned's we one never, man show. We never finished it. You know, it's like part of it was we just we we couldn't think of sixty nine different. Oh, actually, here's a different doc. This is a lot. Oh, this has fifty of them. Ooh, Whoa. we're getting there. Whoa. We're getting close. Whoa. We'll workshop this. We got we got some time. I don't know where all of the text for these is. Just a list of punchlines. Oh, oh, good. You reverse engineer it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We shape ourselves like number 69. That's pretty funny. It's a long uh, show. Six and nine on t-shirts. That's pretty funny. No, it's not. If they're 15 seconds. Someone oh, rubbed. Uh, yeah, I guess that's true. If they're really someone long. rubbed Vaseline all over that tree. Yeah, man. It's a slippery pine. Yeah. That's that's a, a bit of a slant rhyme, but we'll take it. 51 slippery pine. I'm putting it in there. Have you had Lippery this pine. new tea from Zadico? The Sips Divine. Mm. <laughs> oh. mm-hmm. That's Very a sponsored good. joke. 
and thank you for the plug. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. We launch on we launch on Monday, just a few days away. Get ready, folks. Wow. Mm. I um so I didn't I've definitely at the same time in Chicago was coming up with all sorts of you know, I was really trying to figure out a web series because we had done some like like we did our I Made America series and it did like pretty well and it was like cool and we were having success. I was becoming an editor. I was learning video production. I was like trying to figure out what else can I do. And I was also, you know, as I do now doing musical comedy and I came up with a web series called Everybody's Tuesday and it used the a ver- uh, the mechanic that Arrested Development would end up using in its like last season where it was basically the same day from every character's perspective. So uh-huh. it was that mechanic, but it was a musical and it was supposed to be just an average day of eight Chicagoans. Uh, and the fun mechanic of it would be if there was a scene, let's see this Ned and I were in a scene, but it was from my perspective and there was a song when we returned to Ned's version of that day, the song would correlate to either be the same melody with different lyrics or the same lyrics with a different melody. So it was like playing on even how music would be interpreted differently in the story. And, uh, I, I, I wrote like a dozen songs for it, but one song was just about eating cereal cereal uh, because I had like sent out like I asked my whole comedy troupe Octavarius like give me everything you do in on a Tuesday like just list it out and I'm gonna take all these things and I'm gonna try to interweave them in each other but I did write a song called Dicking Around which is about showing up to work late and just not doing work but just dicking around and that song ended up making it onto uh, the project never happened but that song got onto one of my albums that I made at that time I I just keep Ooh. dicking around. I can't stop dicking around. And that's all it was. Sometimes I feel like that when it's 10.55 a.m. and I feel like it's time for lunch. (laughs) Here I am. A mere one hour and 55 minutes after I've started work. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I'm ready for lunch. I feel like with all of us, uh, many of our ideas that maybe should have been rejected, we just found a way to make reality. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. Keith has a song that I honestly one of my favorite live performances I've ever seen you do. It's not the one you're thinking of, Miles, where you sing "Fly Me to the Moon" by Frank Sinatra, <laughs> but you replace all the lyrics with just "Sitting on the Moon." It's about going to the moon. It's fly me <laughs> to the moon and let me stand <laughs> upon the moon. Let me walk around the moon and sit upon the moon. In other words, in other words I'm on the moon. It's and then so it's just dumb. in other words, I'm on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> no other words. <laughs> That's it, great. It but I, killed me. I don't yeah. know why. And I, I can't sing that song anymore. I just sing your version. Yeah. The, the best part about that is that in Chicago, uh, because I, you know, I was a French horn player for a long time, right? So I actually had like links into the music scene uh, from people who I had known in <laughs> high school and college who did music. So I had a friend, Mark Hebert, who is this amazing saxophone player he was like one of my best like music friends in tennessee wow so he would come and just play an amazing sax solo in the middle of this song when i performed it and it was like this incredibly dumb song right and then just a person who's playing at like the green mill one of the jazz clubs regularly just comes in and just wails on a saxophone (laughs) and then 
We change the key. <laughs> we do a you know key change, and we sing one last verse that's just boot dot do dot do ba do dot do da do dot do. And while he's playing beautifully on the saxophone, it was just wow. such a fun. That is the uh, kind of joke the where the level. better musically it is, the funnier yes. it is that like, you're not singing lyrics. <laughs> yeah. You guys know that I, uh, early in my career, want, struck out to be a TV writer. So I wrote a uh-huh. lot of pilot scripts, a lot of spec oh, yeah. scripts. You know, being like a sitcom writer was my main goal in my, my uh, you know, most of my 20s. Uh, here's a pilot idea that didn't get written. I think it's hot. It's steamy. It's, it's Gossip Girl. But it's all set in a southern country club. I feel like this was like a 2019 uh, Watchmen before its time. You know, like there's yeah, all these yeah. like racial tensions going on. There's all these like uh, yeah, you know, gossip just girl. like yeah, gossip, gossip yeah, girl. Watchmen. Exactly like <laughs> gossip, girl. gossip girl. Watchmen. Gossip same girl. Thing. Watchmen. Yeah. No, Finally, not, yeah, not marriage. Quite, not quite. Not quite. <laughs> Sister Knight is the the Blair Waldorf. Of exactly. The, you know, it's the same. I get it. <laughs> you get it. <laughs> Dr. Manhattan uh-huh. is Chuck Bass. Like, yeah, I, I'm on board. I actually did write a Gossip Girl spec script. Let me see if I can pull it up. Oh, my God. We, we've talked about this so many times. Ned has a Gossip Girl spec script, a Big Bang Theory spec yep. script, a, uh, a New, New Girl. girl. Or I, I wrote yeah, one for we, New Girl. What are we doing, guys? Wow. I need to read these scripts. They're probably not great. I'm sure, though, they're like, good enough and therefore not actually funny. Like, it'd oh, be way right. funny. Like, I wrote screenplays when I was 12. Those are a nightmare, right? Yeah, That's right. the kind sure. of thing you want to read yeah. that I have locked away in a safe that will never see the light of day. <laughs> yeah, as a as a twenty three year old, it's probably like you're really trying, and it's yeah. still not great, but <laughs> it's like not so bad. It's funny. Who was your uh, favorite Gossip Girl character to write for, Ned? Oh gosh, um, <laughs> so Doctor Manhattan. I mean, obviously Chuck Bass. <laughs> yeah, has yeah. Uh, has the most. Real pathos. Real pathos. I mean, I just like writing a good asshole. (laughs) Hmm. Interesting sentence out out of you didn't didn't hear what came before or after it. I didn't really mean the the intonation wasn't quite right there. Uh, Sounded like (laughs) writing. 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 Because I'm so nice so much of the time that writing someone who's awful is fun it's also fun like in a play to play someone awful all of my screenplays were bad (laughs) uh were crazy i had one that was uh it was a a cronenberg-esque love story about people falling apart while falling in love like a real body horror rom-com i still like it i i thought about uh dusting it off when the when like in december when i had heard about coronavirus but then it became so you know, ever encompassing that I'm like, ah, no one wants to read a story about people in quarantine. It's too much. Nope. Um, you'll have to hear about my rejected movie some other time. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm sorry I'll to re- miss out on the uh, the advice today, but I hope you guys, I hope you guys, I hope it's good. It's I hope it does really great special. things for you. Yeah. I hope it's not just some extra thing Miles has bought this uh, week. Yeah. No, he would uh, never. I would never. It's going to be really special this week. I got to take off early. Um, I, I hope that... Um, Zach and Ned can do an impromptu duet as the official theme song oh this God. week. Oh, wow. Okay, Keith, is there any ideas you've been mulling over? Anything that you want uh, us to be inspired by? Mm-hmm. 
I typically just grab a topic from earlier that I think is funny, and then I sort of throw in some other accents of other things, or I just pick something totally arbitrary. It really, you know, I don't think about it <laughs> at all <laughs> until the moment I start singing, I okay. would say. So all right, that's got it. my yeah. advice. That's good. That's good advice. Well, Keith is gone. I'll t- goodbye, Keith. F- uh, you know, Thanos whoa, snapped your whoa. dust now, baby. Oh, oh, and then he's oh, he, not just he, like that. that. He's out of here. Wow. Uh, I'll tell. I'll tell you about my my Samuel L. Jackson movie some other time. But for now, if you are lost in life, perhaps you got locked out of your house this weekend. Perhaps you've been binging Gossip Girl, trying to write a steamy Chuck Bass storyline. Well, you might need some advice. And when we need advice, we go to man, the one man, the only man, a man who will go for miles. This is advice that'll go for miles with your host, Miles Bonsignore. It's advice that'll go for miles. Tune into your radio station. It's advice that'll go for miles. Everyone get ready. Miles Nation. Miles Nation. <laughs> miles Nation. You know, normally I kind of check out during this, but since it's just you and me, Ned, I got to be like tacked in. <laughs> oh, yeah. Whoa. Oh, man. Advice that'll go for miles. Duster. <laughs> What's up, Miles Nation? How's everyone doing tonight? Pretty good. All right. Have you ever wanted to be a kitty? You're you're looking at me. You know the answer is yes. <laughs> Have you ever wanted to lick a can of tuna with your little kitty claws? Well, <laughs> Oh, it made me uncomfortable. Uh, <laughs> unlock your fear of spooky little kitties and their dander and their paws. Don't be afraid, Ned. Don't be afraid. And take an antihistamine. What? I'm allergic what? to cats. <laughs> and... And uh, a huge population of people are uh-huh. out there, obviously, because uh-huh. kitties can make you sneezy. Yeah. And they can yeah. make yeah. you itchy. And they can make you fearful that your horniness is going to go away because you'll be mm. sneezing and not able to get romantic. Never, no, I've never had that fear. So what you're going to want to do is before you see a little minx, a little feline friendo, you're going to want to take an antihistamine. Now, this segment is not sponsored, okay? Yet. Yet, but <laughs> Claritin, looking at you. If you Zoloft. If we, CVS Zol- off-brand. Zoloft. Zoloft is it. Zoloft is antidepressant. Oh, whoops, yeah. I was thinking of... Uh, uh, <laughs> Zyrtec, Zyrtec, sorry, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. Yeah, I used to take no, both. Third yeah, exactly. No, yeah, so I take a Claritin every time I'm near around, be around cats, oh, and no, it makes no. me less sneezy. Still sneezy, but less. And so we have been cat-sitting for our neighbors, and it's been a real godsend, so I can snuggle those little fuckers. Yeah, and, and get real, um, real good for snuggles. Yeah, get real snuggled up, but without having to worry about the sneeze factor. All right. Yeah. I mean, I think that's, that's, uh, um, I don't Pretty know. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're going to be around anyone... a cat. 
Like mm-hmm. take an anti-allergy medicine. Sure. sure. Sometimes yeah. you can also just take a Sudafed for fun. Okay. Well, no, okay. Uh, let's no, no, not no, no. recommend uh, that. No, 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 just no, no, no. Yeah. Okay. Don't do that. <laughs> okay, we're backing up. <laughs> okay. We're going <laughs> okay. we're we're to back up off that, your honor. And uh, <laughs> there is a real thing. There is a thing where I, I, my unifying theory of the world is that maybe a good 70, 80% of people who say they hate cats are actually just allergic to cats. I think that's true. I probably would love cats if I wasn't allergic to cats. There you go. Case in point. Mm-hmm. Case in Porter. Buy the Miles Nation shirt. <laughs> yeah, check it out. Tryguys.com. Also, we just released the rainbow line. The rainbow woo, woo, line woo. yesterday. You can get it. We've been... Uh, wearing these for a while and we saw some comments saying hey please please put that on sale and so we did we've got these we've also got pride shirts up on the site really cool two cute designs yeah check it Mm -hmm. out tryguys.com help support the show and our staff with your dollars and also Mm -hmm. hit subscribe rate us five stars it helps other people discover the show so if you like the tripod rate us five stars help other people discover the tripod Damn and right. If I could repeat a, if I could repeat a personal plug, Zadiko Tico is going on sale this Monday. I haven't really talked about it much on this podcast, but if you've been following along, you know I've been working for months publicly, but over a year now uh, to launch this tea company. We've got an mm-hmm. anti-inflammatory breakfast blend. I've got a really delicious and relaxing, chill uh, end of day soothe out soothe tea. Why can't I speak? Uh, I haven't had my tea today. Uh, <laughs> really good. Very proud of it. So uh, look out Whatever for that you do, on Monday. Definitely don't check out. You can sit with us. Yeah, uh, please don't. Yeah. They're, they're more popular than we are. And they're bullying Ariel us. Standing look at the, look over at her. me, eating crackers, they're waiting for me us. to finish. Yeah. You think so we she do can that? record her podcast, which doesn't even come out till Tuesday. So definitely we don't do that. Don't check we it don't out do on that Tuesday. to you. Exactly. I'll ask him if they can kind of plug our show because we really need it at this point. Yeah. Have so. they have they done yeah. that yet, Miles? Yeah. Uh, they really should be a two way street. Yeah. They're yeah. really nice. So I'll I'll just sort of you, you know, know them. Yeah, I know them. They're pretty cool. Oh, wow. I'm about to record their podcast right oh, now. Oh, cool. So, yeah. All right. Well, I heard Maggie answers your phone calls at uh, midnight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ma- Maggie, yeah, Maggie was locked out the other day. She just came right over. We had tea. She, she was actually, when I was locked out, she was texting with Miles. That's why yeah. she didn't answer her phone. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah. <laughs> Zach and Ned hit us with the official tripod theme song. Well, when you don't have Keith, you gotta boop, sing boop, your own boop, song. Boop, gotta sing your own song with your big boy voice. Go to the moon and sit on the moon. Fly and me then to the moon. you might look back at Earth and fall asleep <laughs> on a couch. It's the tripod. Tripod. Until next time, stay beautiful. <laughs> <laughs>